what's up everybody uh, if you have clicked on if you, if you have opened the portal and pulled out uh this uh this weird yeah if you pulled out our weird variant of marshall then you are on <laughs> the fulcrum entertainment podcast number 132 make some noise guys oh yeah 132 <laughs> nice sunglasses but i draw the line at brits <laughs> no, <I can't>, uh, <laughs> No, I, I had to make at least one dumb reference to that show. Oh, uh, what's up, Mr. Action in the house? Yeah, what up, Mr. Action? Yeah, but like I said, what's up, everybody? I am Gilbert. Welcome to Folk Entertainment Podcast. I am joined by my buddy, by my good buddy, Harrison. How's it going, Hello Harrison? There. Hi, I'm doing well. Trying to get the stream to play on my phone. It won't, because my phone is bad. <laughs> my phone is a piece of crap. <laughs> Yes. Let's talk about one Marvel thing I did see, one I didn't, and something I will see. Oh. Ooh, a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also have our yeah, the newly the newly named Marshall the News Wanker. No, excuse me, Anchor. What's up, Marshall? How you doing? I I like your suit. Hello, thank you, Gilbs. The reception's pretty bad down here. We're we're at Forexis HQ once again. Uh, reporting on Marvel's Midnight Suns today. Yeah, very nice. And then also, I guess you also have something something else you showed us that you you're not so crazy about your your Resident Evil thing, like you, your oh, bad cosplayers. <laughs> yeah, I legit thought uh, there was something going on at Comic Con, and uh, Resident Evil uploaded the wrong screenshot, but they, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it. Mr. Action, what is it with everybody? Am I the only person who gave a shit about Shang-Chi? Really? Mr. Action, <laughs> Mr. Action, stick around. There won't be any spoilers because me and Harrison haven't seen it either. Yeah, I will, I'll try my best okay, not to spoil yeah. it for them. Yeah, we don't want you to leave, Mr. Action. Exactly, yeah. Like, I'll, I'll do a non-spoiler review, but I'll just, I'll try to be as, as like, I don't know. I'll try, I'll try to be as secretive as possible. I'm going to see. Okay, good. Well, you absolutely need to. You, uh, get, it is an awesome movie. And yeah, well, but we'll get to that in a minute. So, yeah, but uh, with, with our topics today, though, like we get, yeah, like you said, we're going to have Shang Chi, we're going to have Marvel's What If review, Midnight Suns, and we even got our first look at uh, Resident Evil Raccoon City, or Welcome Welcome to Raccoon City. Excuse me. <laughs> Don't cancel me. I promise I won't cancel you. I, I I like you, Mr. Action. You're like the one person who actually knows shit about Marvel. <laughs> like since Seb went, ever since Seb left, you're like the the other person who knows shit, who I can like rely on. It's like I don't know the name of the dragon. You Fing Fang Foom, and then here I come. Like, oh, what is that, Mister Racist or yeah. Mister Action? Are you racist? <laughs> we, we were like at the first what if review. Just what was this tentacle monster? Mister Action knew the name straight away. Yeah, Shumagorath. Which again, yeah. Speaking of, I like how he he shows up again in this episode. So yeah, like you guys yes. want to go ahead and get right into it. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, Marvel What If episode four. So I want to talk to you first, Harrison, because I feel like this was your episode. Like <laughs> between all the little demons and monsters and all the shit that like popped up, that was like that was right up your alley. So so let's go ahead and talk about that. Like yeah, what, what did you that, what did you think of this episode? There was a lot for me to like in this episode. I definitely did enjoy all of the. They went so deep into the magic of it. Um, I like that we got like yes that horror face of Doctor Strange like ah like he's um, a body snatcher sucking people off that was cool um, yeah and like the weird twisted monstery becomes at the end of the episode is pretty sweet um, 
But I, I have to say, I, I'm not totally sold on this episode. You'd think it would be like absolutely like my favorite, but I don't like a few things they did with it. I don't like that the watchers there is there going one moment in history can change everything. One moment could make everything entirely different. Except if we entirely take away the motivation for a character to do something he did in the movie, it could be replaced by anything we fucking want. And exactly the same things could happen. He could defeat Dormammu in exactly the same way. He could go like, do you know what? He actually found out about the wizard through the spying guy the same way as he did in the first movie. Didn't make any fucking sense. The spying guy didn't have a dead girlfriend. He had a broken spine. So oh, wow. uh, okay, so you're well. I was gonna say first of all, I loved how your your act or your like thing was actually sounded like the watcher for like a yeah, good minute there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you actually sounded like this like the actor, but you're right. Like he it it kind of took away his motivation of like oh I need to I need to be perfect. I need to get my hands back. I need it kind of just changed it with no. I, my girlfriend died. Now I'm really sad. So I'm gonna go become a magician. And yeah, like <clears throat> I I kind of see what you're saying. But I feel like that's kind of the thing about what if is that it's just, you know, like, yeah, we all believe the the main story that we're all used to. But this is kind of like just like, a, you know, another like, the, you know, it's like, again, the what if like the other universe, like it's like, the, yeah, it may not happen in a million years, but like it's just its own thing. And, it, you know, to be fair, this universe didn't last for very long. It he becomes that little like marble thing at the very fucking end. I, lo- I love how he's trapped inside of it, which that says to me he's totally going to show up again in another episode. Like there's mm. no way that this is the last we see of Doctor Strange. That would be cool. That would be cool if that happens. Um, my my thing to your point would be I feel like with this episode, they could have like had it where the entire story was the same, except I don't know, Dormar Dormammu kills his girlfriend and he can't save her. Something like that. That his girlfriend dying doesn't replace him breaking his hands. It's it just I just find it so weird that they're like, oh yeah, you know that key moment in the first movie actually you could replace it with a bunch of different things and everything would be the same especially because the episode then goes her death is a permanent moment in time it can never be changed except for the fact that it totally fucking was changed okay. <laughs> that, all right it's because it's because in this universe her death is a is a fixed point in time like in the other universe nah your your hands break it. like see what, what if see watch what we're what we're missing is that if we would go back to like he tries to use the eye of agamotto to go fix in ha- his hands he crashes again and again and that see in this universe, it's Christine keeps dying. In the other universe, if he tried that, it would have been his hands keep breaking no matter what. I'm like, that's. It. I would have preferred that movie. I would prefer like I, was, I won't take. The, I won't go in a car. I'll take the bus, and then like just someone sits on his hands like no. <laughs> I will hand. fly instead. Someone closes his hands in like the luggage compartment like no. <laughs> it's like you know what? I'm just gonna put my hands in my pockets. Like yeah, his hands just like. Break. <laughs> All right, so Mr. Cotton Wool. It seems Mr. Action is is disagreeing with you. He says, "Bro, the girlfriend idea would have been better, in my opinion." So, like, he thinks that Doctor Strange would have been a better movie had Christine just died, and that had been his, his motivation from the get go. Personally, I don't think so. Like, that's isn't that like fridging, or isn't that like what they what they call that? Like, the motivation yes. of, the, of the hero is that uh, his girlfriend died. Strange would stay home. A dog can eat it. <laughs> Okay. What his girlfriend? I, I I guess. Oh God, Mr. Action, you're horrible. See, what I want to know is okay. So at the very beginning here, um, we 
like we talked about it during the uh, Spider-Man uh, No Way Home trailer. What the fuck is up with Wong being the most irresponsible best friend ever? <laughs> like he comes up to him, he's like, "Hey, don't like we like, hey, Strange, don't do this spell." Okay, I won't do it. Wink. And then he got Strange, don't fuck with time. Okay, I won't fuck with time. Well, before you fuck with time, I'm gonna go get a drink of tea. What the <sighs> dude? You know, like you looked at the Iowa in his hand, you saw him drunk, you know what he's gonna do. Take the fucking thing. Friends don't let friends fuck with time travel. <laughs> Get like, that on the official Fulcrum merch, Gilbs. You know what? Don't think I won't. I'll put a picture of Wong right there. Friends don't let friends time travel drunk. <laughs> I'm like, well, that is what he's doing. That is exactly it. It's a PSA against time traveling drunk. Dude, he is like the most irresponsible. And then, uh, all right, so that actually kind of leads into the uh, Shang-Chi, but we'll get to that later. But Wong is the most irresponsible motherfucker in the world. Like, you gotta, st- and, and we all just love him for it. I don't understand why, like, you, you have like 20 minutes of screen time across the entire MCU, and suddenly you're the most beloved character ever. And I don't, I don't get it, man. Is it just because it's Benedict Wong and we all love Benedict Wong? Yes. I know, Mr. Action. I am right. I know. I'm thank you for thank you for acknowledging it. I, I it feels good. <laughs> but yeah, dude, like like I just want to talk about that for a second. That Wong Wong ship in the so- the saucer supreme. But yeah, you know what? I he absolutely should have, because if that had happened, the MCU would have been fucked over way way quicker than before Thanos got there. <laughs> So yeah, uh, Har- or not Harrison, Marshall. I want to hear from you because you've been kind of silent. You've been a little silent about this real uh, right now. What are you, what are your thoughts on the episode? I agree with Mister Action. It was the best one. The girlfriend part was perfect. I wish the original movie was this instead of his hands. I I really liked it. I liked his descent into madness when he's trying to, you know, capture all the yeah, monsters. I- I was gonna say I noticed you you took your your uh, look this week after him. You're you're going sorcerer Armani. I am sorcerer Armani this week. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how I felt tough. about that. That that I joke mean, was like was cringy because of like we get that we've already got that joke with Peter of like I'm Doctor. Str- oh, we're using our superhero name. Well, I'm I'm Spider Man. Yeah, like, that's what know, they call a callback guild. I guess. Well, <laughs> I guess. I think that this episode was funnier than the murder mystery weird jokes they had in the last one. Where yeah, okay, Coulson I... sniffing dead Thor, like, get out of here. <laughs> he smells like <laughs> lavender. Yeah, no, that, like... that is, that, okay. And then Hawkeye going gay for Thor for, like, for no reason. And then, uh, yeah, like, randomly being Hank Pym. I, I will grant you that was kind of off the walls and like the most like bizarre out of nowhere thing. This one felt a little more in the realm of it or of, of at least in the realm of like the MCU until we got to the point of, you know, the the freaking (laughs) sorcerer on sorcerer fight. We got to, how cool was that fight though? Oh, it was awesome. Like the capes capes fighting each other was awesome. Like, I just, I thought that was great. I thought, yeah. uh, Like Harrison said that whole part, uh, let's see right here. There we go, where we have mm. him just, like, absorbing all the monsters, which also, by the way, we got our very first uh, lawn gnome. We got, we got the, we got, like, the, we got the, that uh, lawn gnomes are canon in the MCU, which <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know if that was just something that, like, oh, hey, would you look at that? I, be- I believe it's probably supposed to be, uh, like, Norwegian gnomes, like the Hildefurk, like all the Scandinavian <laughs> stuff. Okay, I'm all for that. All I'm saying is here in America, we put those in our gardens. 
<laughs> they're, they're a nice little knickknack that our that our neighbors see in our in our you know in our front yard in front of the old lady's rose bushes. So uh, you should watch Gravity Falls, man. Everyone's been telling me I should do that. I I just uh, it's on Disney Plus. I'll probably it. I will probably get around to it eventually. I just don't. It's it's hard for me to get into into like those weird shows. That I I haven't even watched Star Wars Resistance yet because I don't give a shit. <gasps> and that's saying and that's saying something about me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it made me yeah. lost a game of Fortnite. What what did misdirection? Are you what talking about you lose a game of Fortnite? Yeah, are you talking about this scene? Like it made you lose a game of Fortnite? <laughs> Were you like Cause... watching it too hard and then you didn't notice you got killed? <laughs> yeah, because you know, I mean, that kind of sounds like a you problem. <laughs> I, I, I thought it kind of had an interesting kind of message. Or like, if that kind of happened to you, how far would you go to you know? change something that is absolute and he I, when he shows you like the sun and the time passing i thought it'd been a few weeks and then it turns out it's been like centuries yeah and i that, thought that was really cool as well yeah i like that how and even like he uh the old I, what's it obang i think his name is like he, yeah. he tells him like here i'll i'll make you young again no even in our world we have to die i'm like i i do kind of like that is it makes the idea that even sorcerers like they could live for thousands of years but even they aren't aren't immortal like they have to die eventually too Unless they freeze time, apparently, and then take in Cthulhu. <laughs> because so yeah, let's talk about that. What did you guys think of? Uh, we talked about it a little bit before the stream started. Uh, the Sh uh, Shuma Gorath, I think it, they're uh, we're calling it. Uh, that weird like tentacle monster. It's the second appearance of him, and now his uh, he didn't get killed, but his tentacles got absorbed by Doctor Strange. So what did you guys think of that? Or like, are is that, do, do, are I half expected to see uh, Captain Carter pop out? Yeah, I, I was interested in that. And I think it was interesting that um, all Doctor Strange did was in, like take in all of uh, Shurmagorath. So so that definitely leaves open to him being around. And I, I do really hope it's going to be that they all join up at some point. I think that that that's what it looks like it's going to be doing to me. I, I have a feeling they will. Um, and also, I think a key part of that that we haven't mentioned yet is that Doctor Strange can see the Watcher, and can speak to the Watcher. Yes. Okay, yes. I did want to talk about that. And I don't. I didn't know if that was just his, like, uh, you know, his magic, or, like, the fact that so he has, like, that kind of power. But here, let's... There we go. But, yeah, like, he, early, like, like, halfway through the episode, oh, I could warn him. I could let him know what the folly of his ways, but he wouldn't listen. And he looks over, he, like, he, he hears him talking and, like, looks... And the watcher's gone. And then flat out, like when the universe is being destroyed, he asks, he like pleads the watcher to be like, please, like to save the universe, punish me. Like, don't, like it's not their fault, it's mine. And he just basically tells him, nah, this is like, fuck y'all. <laughs> it sounds like a, it sounds like a you, again, it sounds like a you problem. <laughs> and he just leaves. Like, I, I love it. He just like fucks off and, he, and just lets him die. And yeah. I'm just like, I, I, guess, damn, I guess it just shows how powerful Doctor Strange is that he's probably the only one. In the universe, who could see the Watcher or even, you know, feel he's there? And, and maybe I would, I would imagine, yeah, just because he's like, you're right, it's because he has magic and he's like the Sorcerer Supreme, and you know, he he's the Guardian of the Eye of Agamotto, so he's he is one of the few people in the universe who's able to wield an Infinity Stone by himself. Mm. So at that rate, I guess that kind of gives you a certain amount of like leeway. But so does that mean that Thanos could see, could in theory see the Watcher, or maybe like you know, Ego, I... the Living Planet? I definitely assumed it was because he had taken in these like other dimensional beings 
that was what allowed him to see things that other people can't. And I, I think that's it. Like that's why it's part way through him like uh, sucking all that all of those monsters up. Then he can suddenly hear him. All right. So yeah. theory for episode like I think it's like they said it was twelve episodes for this. So theory for episode twelve or maybe for like the season two, <laughs> evil Doctor Strange tries to absorb the Watcher. <laughs> Maybe like, so, yeah. There's got to be something about someone's going to find the little jewel that his universe is in now. Mm. Like, exactly. it's going to... Men in Black style, hell, it might even be on Marshall's cat, we don't know. Um, <laughs> there's going to be a tiny little Doctor Strange stuck somewhere. Yeah, see, I was I was going to say, like, it, I don't know, like, it looks purple, I don't know if that's supposed to be, like, something to do again, with an Infinity Stone, or something like that. I just, or maybe that's just a coincidence that they just made it that color, but it's, yeah, it's interesting. Oh, he said he read about the Watcher. Yeah, he did read about the Watcher, but that's not the book. You know, Spider-Man can read about the Watcher. doesn't mean that he can see the Watcher. Mm. Which, but, but they, again, that does beg the question, though, is that before we get back into this, does there have been several episodes that now that you can see the Watcher in the background? Like, you'll see, like, Black Widow driving on the interstate, and you see the yeah. Watcher in the clouds watching her. So, mm. uh, who knows? Maybe maybe now, every now and then, one of them can perceive the Watcher. Mm. Uh, Do I feel really means, weird? But... Go on, Harrison. Okay, yeah, I, be very, my, my brief thing is that I feel really weird. Does anyone else feel weird that we're seeing the Watcher but we're not seeing the Silver Surfer? I tie those two together really closely in my head. Hmm. And I'm like, I, I feel like I should see the Silver Surfer in this. Well, Maybe he'll show up. I would like that. I was going to say, yeah, maybe he'd show up. See, uh, I'm going to say because of Eternals, getting, like starting to play around with Celestials and shit like that, I'm going to guess we're probably going to like either get a reference to Galactus at some point so, because to me, it's Silver Surfer and Galactus are like the two that are like uh, always. Maybe that's just that that one horrible Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> but yeah, at any rate, I'm like, I don't know, man. I to me, it's it feels like he's more uh, wrapped up in like Celestials and shit like that. So it, like, feels like Ego nowhere. Like the Guardians might might roll with the, you know, uh, the Silver Surfer. Why do you say the Watcher? Because I'm not. I've never. I heard think the it might be from the old animated show. There was. I think the Watcher. My first instances of seeing the Watcher. I think were in that because because like it's so wrapped up in the cosmic, and you have like obviously like you say you have the Silver Surfer is uh, the um, what's the word the Herald of Galactus and stuff. I, I think the Watcher turns up now, but that that might just be me. Anyway, let's move on to what you had to say, Marshall. Yeah, uh, yeah, because he's read about the Watcher. Uh, that would suggest that more people have seen him, right? Like more supreme sorcerers. I, I mean, mean, the yeah. the, the watcher's yeah. not doing a very good job of just watching, is he? If he's been seen and written about, I guess. <laughs> I mean, as long as he doesn't interfere, and and he's not he's not the only like Owatu. That's and that's apparently his name is Owatu. He's not the only watcher. Like as we saw in uh, it's in Guardians of the Galaxy two, they're doing those jump points, and Stan Lee is sitting there in that in that oh, yeah. space suit yeah. talking to. The, there's like three watchers sitting there, so. In theory, one of them could have been a Watu, but uh -huh. yeah, like my point is that he's a like there he's not a god. Like he said, he's a there's a race of his people. So mm. like he's just he's doing what his what his race does, and just like oh, I can't interfere, I can't do anything about it. But then he's totally going to interfere by the end of the series. I guarantee you. <laughs> yeah, like he the, he, he stands so close to people as well. Like exactly the fact that he's getting more and more <laughs> like in one episode we see him in like Black Widow's shadow. Uh, here we see him like flat out on sorcerer on uh, uh, Doctor Strange's ass. Like he's getting more and more. Like I can't interfere. I can never do anything. But let me get right up in there and, and yeah, so we, <laughs> I can see the whites <laughs> of my eyes. He's literally in his face. Like you can't see me. I won't interfere. 
<laughs> At least sit oh, on the sure. balcony or something, dude. Wow, Mr. Action. That's so yeah, he apparently Mr. Action has seen the Silver Surfer show, and yes, the Watcher is there. See, I've seen mm. but I've seen the Watcher in like everything. I'm like, I've seen him in uh Marvel Ultimate Alliance. You see him in I'm pretty sure well, no, that's that's Madam Webb and uh the Beyonder. I was gonna say because I, I was gonna say I'm pretty sure he shows up in the nineties uh Spider-Man, but Oh, I think you. Yeah, I think you might. I, I like I say. I think it's mostly because I think that's my for my first like experience of the Watcher was that, and also like I think when you get into Marvel space stuff, I always go ooh Power Cosmic, and like Silver Surfer, and I want to see some space stuff. I want I want a good Silver Surfer movie. I want a weird Silver Surfer movie. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you know what? Let's just go on this real quick, Harrison. What exactly would be? To, I mean, the the Silver Surfer is already kind of weird. What to you is a weird Silver Surfer movie? Basically, like, basically a, a movie that really leans into that. That leans into how weird and kind of trippy the Silver Surfer is. Like a little bit, kind of like um, almost a little bit like the Suicide Squad, the latest one. That's just a bit off all the time, and everyone's a little bit twisted. I'd like something like that because the Silver Surfer seems kind of messed up. Uh, I'd like to like have a movie that you know expresses how messed up it is. Like how he just has to turn up to a planet and go, "Hey, y'all, you are about to get eaten." <laughs> oh, that just surfs away. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's just, I want you to say I didn't. <laughs> no backseat. <Yeah. laughs> and he's also like, "Ah, oh, but I am a slave, a slave cursed to serve in the dopest, freshest surfboard across the galaxy." <laughs> I love it. That, and then, that, like, he, he stops being the Herald and he gets replaced by Flame Chick. And it's like, yeah! <laughs> Flame, Chick. Flame Chick? I can't remember her name. Uh, Nova? She, no, not Nova. See, I know I know a couple of Flame Chick. There's, there's, see, I'm, I'm drawing back to, like, Spider-Man and his amazing... There's Firestar. And there's the Phoenix. Uh, I don't know. I don't know many, many more Flame Chicks. The Phoenix. Yeah, I, I want mean, a good Dark Phoenix movie. If we're on the subject of good movies, we want. See, but you know what we I need. It's too late for me. You know what we need, Marshall? Is what if the X Men existed in the MCU? We need that <laughs> episode, and and then you'll get your Dark Phoenix. What if Dark Phoenix was good? Uh, <laughs> I hope that's yeah. the next episode. <laughs> what if Dark Phoenix never existed? <laughs> then no. we all we could all be happy. Uh, I mean, at least I got some Dark Phoenix, even if it was bad, right? You know what? <laughs> Putting Sansa Stark as fucking Dark Fiend or like does not make a good movie. I don't care how good yeah, she was. Shut the hell up, Gilt. <laughs> yes, it does. Sophie Turner is. So, yeah, I like Sophie it. Turner. I like Sophie Turner, but you know what? That did not make that a good movie, Marshall. You are lying to yourself, or it didn't even make the movie even passable. Just, just blinded, I guess, Gilt. Yeah, I, I like Daenerys Targaryen, like everyone else. Like and literally everyone else in the world, I'm an Amelia Clark fan. Boo. Of course you are, Gilps. All You're right. basic. You're basic. You're basic. <laughs> By the way, flame the flame chick I was talking about was Nova. Oh, okay. There you Marvel go, ruins the movie. Okay, Nova. But Marvel ruins the movie. Which movie, Mr. Action? Is it is it uh I'm guessing you're talking about the Fantastic Four or which which movie are you talking about? Or, or or no okay oh, or Doctor uh, Strange maybe are you talking about or Dark or, Phoenix or Dark Phoenix okay oh. that's probably what it is yeah I'm just, I'm just appreciate this for a minute 
Like, I, I love Doctor Strange's confidence here that he thinks that his his girlfriend's gonna go for him when he looks like that. You gotta love it. <laughs> hey, babe. Yeah, <laughs> it's me. I, I, I know I, I don't look like my profile picture. It looks like yeah, some right. kind of a Raid Shadow Legends ad on YouTube. <laughs> it's like it's like a Craigslist ad. It's like, hey, you yeah. don't look like. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you don't, you don't look like a handsome surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't look like a billion dollar surgeon. I I do like I, I do kind of want to get a thing of like I want an explanation of how come he was fine. How come he was fine until he got the other Doctor Strange, and then it was like, no, nope, now you're a monster. Mm. And then and then a second later, he's like, uh, the world is is dying, and then he's fine again. Yeah. And, <laughs> I Would it have just... been okay if he just remembered to put on his hot skin, like when he woke her up? Would it all have worked out? His hot yes. skin, it absolutely would have. Although he still, he still looks like he's been doing crack for the last year. So, Ooh, maybe Mr. Action, Mr. Action. Sorry, we're saying uh, no ruins is a comic book series uh, where it's a dark and depressing dimension of the Marvel universe. Hmm. Hmm. I'll have to check that out, Mr. Action. See, yeah, like. It's a dark and depressing dimension. See, you want to read something like that? There's one's called uh, Marvel Heroes Reborn, where it's basically Blade gets transported to another universe where none of the other Marvel or superheroes exist. Like a whole, a whole like different line of superheroes exists. Like Tony Stark just never became Iron Man, but he's still there. Fucking like Black Panther, I guess he just he stayed in Wakanda. Like there's just like all the different super Marvel super like uh, Captain America stayed frozen in the ice. And I guess yeah, it's it's kind of it's weird, man. It's kind of like the boys, but it's but in but in the Marvel universe. Hmm. Yeah, if, if that makes any sense to you. But yeah. All right, so yeah, Marshall, I'm gonna ask you. So, what would you rate this? Like, do you give this like a, is this your five out of five, like absolute best episode of the season? Yes, five out of five, perfect score. I loved it. Which is great, considering like uh, I don't want to. I didn't watch the the episode this week, Gilbert. Like on the Discord, you were giving me so much shit about him watching this episode. <laughs> it's like I don't know, Gilbert. I'm not really interested in it. And then you watch it. It's like, oh my god, it's the best. Yeah, I I I, uh, I apologize for that, Gilbert. I just wasn't feeling it, but now I'm glad I did. <laughs> I, I felt too much after watching it. <laughs> It's like you, yeah, you weren't feeling it, and then you totally felt it, and then you, and then you felt sorry that you felt it. Yeah. All right, so yeah, Harrison, how about you? What, what would you give? Uh, uh, what's it? Sorcerer Armani over here. What would you? Yeah, give I don't know. I, there's a lot to like about the episode, but there's a few things I don't like. I don't like some of the things they're doing with Doctor Strange. Um, All right, I think this is part of it. I don't like how they're kind of making him like the new Tony Stark, like. For one thing, he's not fucking funny. Um, <laughs> like, and I and I don't like I don't like this sort of like maybe they're trying to introduce this new kind of like reckless Doctor Strange to try and explain away what's going to happen in this next Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, like, I thought like the whole point of the Doctor Strange movie was that he's like arrogant and he's you know like really intelligent, but you know like he's wasting his life, you know, and doesn't have the wisdom to know what to do properly, and then yeah. like. The whole thing is he learns it, and then this like story is like, yeah, he does all like, that exact same stuff, but has no wisdom whatsoever. He's just a bit of a douchebag. <laughs> I'm like, all right, great. I guess that that's the point of the what if, though, right? Is what if he yeah. didn't kind of learn all that? I mean, well, and to be fair, that's always kind of been his his thing, isn't it? Is that he like even when he meets Tony Stark, he's like they have a they have an arrogant off. 
who's like, oh, I, you, you're like, hey, you need to be doing this, then the other. Oh, well, I don't know what you, what you yeah. think, but I don't work for you, asshole. Like that kind of thing of them being like a dick to each other. That's he's always been kind of like the magical Tony Stark. Yeah, and, and that's, that's sorry. Yeah. yeah, Tony Stark's got like the charisma to pull it off, though. I think, and Doctor Strange, yeah. he just he, as Harrison said, he's not funny. He's just arrogant and unlikable. <laughs> And I, I don't just... think it's a good idea to try and make him like another Tony Stark. So, like, I think I think it would make a bit more sense for him to just be a different character rather than to try and like replace him. And yeah, I, I think I think Benedict Cumberbatch can come across better as like a bit more, I don't know, wise, a bit you know, like a fun yeah. uncle instead of. I don't know. He's, like I say he's not funny. Oh, I would agree. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch. It's he's kind of he, when he tries to be funny, it's kind of dry, and that might be the the uh, writers. But I, yeah, you're right. He just doesn't really deliver it in a way that's funny. The, the way that Tony or that uh, Robert Downey Jr. just seems to like do it naturally. And hmm. Mr. Action, I love Depression 100 in this. Episode. See, I just imagine like <laughs> fucking the Skyrim, like uh, the what's it called? The, yeah, the skill, the skill, the skill uh, trees. Level up. <laughs> yeah, Depression 100. <laughs> Dum <Dumb> down. <-da> <laughs> Huh, 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 huh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, I guess I'll put some points into crying in bed. <laughs> I'll put some points into drinking alone in the dark. <laughs> wow, I feel uh, attacked right now. <laughs> oh, Marshall, no, no. There's nothing wrong with drinking alone in the dark. We're just, we're just saying that's what that's one of the skills you get. Is it? You get the ability to drink alone in the dark. You get really like good at it. Yeah. You like never boss. lose your beer. Exactly. <laughs> so, all right. So, it's real quick because we uh, we're like we talked about it for a good minute, but let's just talk about the uh, the voice acting. So, we got Tilda Swinton, Benedict Cumberbatch. We, I'm pretty sure the, I'm the original Benedict like voice act. Yeah, Benedict Wong. I'm pretty sure the girl who was who was originally Christine was still her. Rachel McAdams. There we go. Mean Girls Lady. I pretty. Yeah. Draw, I draw a blank on her name, but yeah. So. I think this is the first time we've actually gotten every character from the movie back in the in the show, yeah. or or back in the thing. Like every other one is like they replaced Tony Stark, they replaced uh, you know uh, Steve Rogers. Like so, I mean, I I like that. I think it was a good idea. I, I enjoy having Tilda Swinton there for only be, only for like five minutes, but still, like I I think that was a good choice. What do you What about you guys? It's weird that that the ancient one is like Professor Oak in this whole thing. And like every time he tries to do something wrong, she's like, "No!" It turns up like I'm not dead again. It's like, "No, Stop you're it. leaving the town. You you don't have your pokeballs yet. Come back to the Pokemon. <laughs> you can't ride your bike in here." Yeah, I'd exactly. say that's where the, the the episode got a little bit dull is when she kept appearing. It's like, "Go away!" Let's get it's like to you're the not the source stuff. of Supreme anymore. Yeah, how do I delete this message? You did. <laughs> you, you did. <laughs> All right, but so yeah, but five out of five, I I would say yeah, like the, it got really dark and it got and it was like not I was not expecting it, so yeah, absolutely five out of five for this episode. Just like good job, Marvel, keep making more. And next episode, it better not get all cutesy to to bet to you know fucking balance that shit out. I want another <laughs> double down on that shit. Go Rick and Morty. <laughs> Welcome to the darkest <laughs> year of our adventures. Yeah, it's kind of what I expected the murder mystery one to be was the dark episode of this season and then mm. it yeah it no, kind they, of switched, it, didn't it? it absolutely was not the dark episode of that season mm. it was it was the what it what if colson was more gay <laughs> what if no, colson I'm, I'm, had to think for dead people yeah what if colson had, had necrophilia there we go that's what that's what it is <laughs> Jeez, okay so ruin colson. 
All right, guys. So, yeah, like I look forward to talking with you guys next week. Who here? Hopefully, it'll. I think next week is going to be the the zombie episode. So we can see. Oh. We'll, like, it'll probably be a pretty good one. Like I think the okay. post that I saw was Spider Man with uh, the what's it called with the Doctor Strange cape. So it's Zombie Hunter Spider Man. Oh, okay, that's pretty good. I like that. So yeah, here's hoping we get another depressing up. It's gonna be Bucky killing Steve. <laughs> All right. So here, let me go ahead and add this to the stream. Not. Not that one yet, but so for those of you who are who are the cool people, we got a we got a new Marvel movie this week, and I, I literally just saw it yesterday, and it it's actually pretty good. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna eat a big old slice of humble pie right now. I was talking in all kinds of shit, being like, oh, the trailer doesn't look very good. I don't really care about these fight scenes, and who cares about? No, it it is actually a pretty damn good Marvel movie. I I was not expecting it to be as good as it was. So, yeah, like I'm, I'm not gonna give away like major plot points, but yeah, like we get his dad. Obviously, we knew his dad is like the Mandarin, although he never actually goes by the Mandarin. And in fact, it actually has a whole scene where it, it kind of like talks down that uh, Iron Man three and being like, "Oh, those Americans appropriating our fucking our stuff and and our symbol <laughs> and what." Like he he flat out uses the word appropriates and uh, like Americans they they were afraid of a chicken scent or of a trick of a chicken dish. I'm like, yeah, no, that's <laughs> just like, sorry, sorry, Asian people. We kind of fucked up on that one. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. Yeah, man. Like, the like by making the Mandarin Ben Kingsley and then by, by like making him like, oh, bloody hell. Oh, I'm just an actor. I'm, I'm a drunk and I'm also a drug addict. I'm like, yeah, we kind of fucked up on that one. I, I think there's no, there's no two ways about it. Yeah, that's fair enough. But yeah, we got that. Like the fight scenes were freaking awesome. Uh, that I think that his co-star, uh, it's the Asian chick Aquafina, is her actual like that's her name. I don't know what. Yeah. I I guess that's her. That's like, I don't know if that's her actual name, but that's the name she goes by when she does comedy. So yeah, she, she's actually pretty good in that movie. Like it, she's there for more for far more than you'd expect. Like it's not he doesn't go on uh like this weird like soul searching journey. Like he spends the whole time. It it's like. I, I want to say Harold and Kumar, but it's not a stoner comedy because yeah, it's Shang Chi and Katie because that's her name in there. Is that they're both they they chill throughout the entire movie. There's like I think there's like one part where she, where they're like separated from each other, but yeah, she they're like attached to the hip. Oh, okay. Hmm. So yeah, it's it's almost kind of it's kind of like a buddy comedy almost, and I I kind of enjoyed that. That's interesting. I wasn't expecting that. That sounds a little bit like um, it might be a little bit of Iron Fist. When yeah. his friend comes in there, would you say like, actually, yeah, I think asking how this compares to Iron Fist, like, how it compares? What would to you Iron say? I would say it's a lot more different because, all right, so it again, like, it, like again, like we're playing off of the stereotypes of like an Asian stereotype. They make reference to it almost instantly. That like we get a really rich Asian dude getting out of like a nice car. He tosses the keys, and then you have Shang Chi catches him. He's like, oh, thank you, sir. Like, I'll, I'll, you know, and he's the valet. And then we make, and then we even have like this whole like two minute thing where they joke about how they're how they're Asians and their valets and how they go, oh well, why do you, why don't you guys have better have more like direction in life and shit like that? And so I would say it plays off of that for a minute, but then it instantly goes into like being just a normal. He's just a normal guy. Like he doesn't talk about like unlike Iron Fist, he doesn't talk about you know oh the Buddha says and oh well if you if you do this thing in your shrine and if, like he's he's not doing any of that bullshit. He's just a normal regular guy like they they speak a lot of chinese like that's the one thing is that the movie is it's 
it kind of feels like a foreign film for a second there because I'm, I'm going to say about a quarter of the movie is him, is him, uh, her, Katie, and then their family or like any of their friends just speaking in their native language to each other. And I'm like, oh, dude, cool. Because, you know, it makes sense. Like when he when he's like, you know, there's a scene where he's sitting down to breakfast with her with Katie's family. And there's like literally there's no reason for them to speak anything but, you know, Chinese. And so they do like there's a couple yeah. of times where they speak English to each other. But yeah, like most of it is like the grandma speaks Chinese to them. And then like they speak like they speak it back to her. But then to each other, they speak. It's actually like kind of interesting, you know, like they it's I, I, I'm, I feel like I'm getting really hung up on the on the race of it all. But again, I it's. A good, I, I would argue, it's a good representation of the Asian American family. Hmm. Interesting. And, it's, and then it doesn't. And again, it doesn't like force down your throat the nonsense of like, oh yeah, well, you know, Buddhism and like spiritual teachings and all of that because he doesn't do that. Like he, it makes the idea that he rejected that after he ran away from his dad. Like he talks about how he runs away at sixteen because his dad like became evil and went crazy, and so he's just like. Like it, he became an American person, like he became an American, like kind of assimilated. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the, but then we go like after like the second half of the movie is him going to like getting back to his room. Like he goes to like the the you know the place where he. All right, slight spoiler. His mom is from this like you know ancient. Damn it, Gilbs. <laughs> I know <laughs> you're gonna find it out in like the very is if it happens in like the first no, two minutes of the movie. No, but... no, no, I don't. No, no minute, two minutes, sixty minutes. Spoilers, Gilbs. <laughs> We promise misdirection. Fine, but they go to this like mystical island. Then, like the, the you see it with all like you see it's where the where the end fight scene happens. Like the, it's that crouching tiger, hidden dragon area where all the bamboo and shit. And I, I don't know what oh, the hell yeah. else to say it, but it's without giving a massive spoiler. But yeah, there's a, like a mystical island they go to where the final battle takes place. And yeah, in there. Uh, I would say that's where it starts really getting kind of taking into going into like again into like the hmm, mystical aspect of it all. Like, cause then he starts training. He start they start doing a lot of like, you know, like the does that shit and like all the leaves start flying around them. There's a lot of like, we, we see like the mystical, we see the dragon, we see the mystical like creatures. We see like those Chinese dragon statues, but they're actual like, uh, like lions and shit like, like you know like those Chinese oh, lions yeah. that you see but they're <clears throat> yeah, actual, dogs. yeah exactly but they're actual fucking ones like they're like CGI that's pretty sweet like, yeah like no it's, it's pretty cool like we get to see like a good like 30 minutes where they go to this like tranquil it's like Avatar dude they go to this like tranquil place where they're where it's all green and lush and there's all these different like weird monsters that are like oh dude that's awesome there's a nine-tailed fox in there it's the shit I don't Sweet. know why. Not, okay. yeah, I, don't, I don't. That was one thing I thought was weird. So I thought that was a Japanese thing, but I, I don't know. I know not. I know very little yeah, about that. So I'm not gonna claim to know. So, but the point is that Shang Chi was fucking awesome. There's the like. I, so let's get back to the fight scenes. The fight scenes are great. Almost like it feels like the very little CGI. It feels like a lot of like a lot of chore, uh, choreography and a lot of if they do any special effects, it feels like wire tricks. Okay, like, that sounds good because that. That's what I wanted, as you know. I wanted good fight scenes. Yeah, there's not a lot of jump cuts, which I know is I know are are big. Th like they don't throw a punch, and then the camera cuts to the other side, showing that like it's it's like straight, just uh, one sh like one camera uh, angle and one shot, like yeah. continuous shot uh, camera work. Okay. It, yeah, like I would say the costumes are pretty cool. Like you get to, we get to see a couple of scenes where this dude in this on the side here, where I don't know about you guys, but I think he looks pretty cool. Like uh, we can find the out the scorpion-looking dude. 
yeah, exactly. Scorpion looking dude. Like this chick in the middle is his sister, uh, is uh, Shang Chi's sister, and like she's wearing like dragon armor. Oh. Same thing for him. Like you find out again <laughs> that his armor is actually like dragon armor, so that's why it's like it looks like that and everything. It's it's pretty cool. Like I don't, uh, hmm. I I cannot stress enough how awesome this was, and like I. I was expecting to go in here being bored to tears in the first like ten minutes of the movie, and now I was it jumps into high gear like, and and then it stays there. And I would say about after about forty five minutes, then it kind of slows down, and and then it goes like by the time you're already invested, now it's like okay, now we're gonna take some time and give you backstory and all this other shit that you that we didn't give you at the beginning. Okay, okay, yeah, you're starting to sell me on it. Yeah, yeah. Is there like? Go ahead. Can you like think of like another Marvel movie that you could like compare it to? Like it's it's as fun as this movie. See, honestly, no. I I would say it's as if I had to compare it to a Marvel thing, I would say it's as fun as maybe Daredevil. Okay. Because yeah, like I said, like the, the fights are really cool. The costume is badass. Uh, the story itself, it it kind of gives it to you in pieces and. But, the only problem I would have with it is that it jumps around a lot. There's a lot of like, it starts off with him as a kid. Then he goes to as an adult. And then it jumps back to him as a kid. And then it goes to like his parents uh, meeting as, a, as you know, young people. And then it goes back to him as an adult. And then him as a kid, like it, it kind of goes around to different parts. And mm. it feels kind of, kind of jumpy at that point. But although I feel like that's indicative of maybe like a Kung Fu movie of like, or of like old, like maybe yeah, that's maybe. just me. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm i'll be honest i've never i've never watched like seven samurai or like you know the the show shogun assassin or anything like that so i wouldn't really know but it just it does that and i noticed it but it, it wasn't really like a didn't make the movie bad it was just if you if you're not on, if you're not big on that then it might be a little annoying for you mm. okay uh, otherwise it was yeah i would i would definitely say i would recommend it uh marshall you got any questions for me nope <laughs> not gonna, not gonna see this movie at all. Not interested at all. Oh no! Yeah, I, I want to see. It. I love old kung fu movies, so uh, the kung so I'll at least check it out. But but I want to yeah. hear nothing about it, Gilbs. I want to go in here completely blind. That's why I'm not saying a word, Gilbs. My eyes are shut right now. <laughs> well, Marshall, to be fair, if I had to look at that face, I mean, I would probably. <laughs> <laughs> that, no, was but... British, that was a very British joke of you, Gilbs. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I like it. I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. Yeah, you're learning. But, so, all right. So this isn't a spoiler <laughs> because if you technically, if you if you uh, watch that little short on Disney Plus, you know. But uh, Ben Kingsley shows up, which is awesome. He has a he has a slight role in there, uh, you know, referencing his Mandarin uh, thing in Iron Man three, and I think it's kind of awesome. Like I don't want to okay. tell you. How, I'm not going to tell you how, when, or or in what like context he shows up, but he does in fact show up, and it's really fucking great. And it's like you you don't expect it. it's out of left field, and it just completely like brings the movie up. Like from like the movie was already good at that point, but the part where he shows up is just like oh man, you you guys went for it, and I love you, for, and I love you because of that. <laughs> and it's just yeah, I there's a lot of good stuff about this movie, and you know I went in. I think it's the fact that I went in there just completely expecting it to be bad like or or at the very least not not necessarily bad just not as not my favorite or i expected it to be i you know kind of like i went with ant-man like i liked it but it wasn't like eh, okay you know I, I don't necessarily have to watch this ever again right 
Yeah, I get your thought. Yeah. Oh, well, that's interesting. That's interesting. Mr. Action, now you said you didn't want spoilers, but you've asked for thoughts on the post-credits scene. So there's Don't two. You... So there's two post-credit scenes. The first one, it sets up some well, there, yeah, the first one sets up some weird cosmic shit. I'm again not gonna tell you anything about it, but the first one sets up some really weird cosmic shit that I like. So it's it involves it involves space, it involves Earth, and it involves magic. That's all I can really tell you without spoiling everything about it. Space, Earth, and magic. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, it's it's kind of like trying to trying to bring you. And I'm assuming I'm thinking it has to do with the Eternals, like that Shang Chi's like the Ten Ring stuff is going to have to do with the Eternals. But then also we get another end credit scene that has to do with the future of the Ten Rings, and all I can say is the Ten Rings will return. Oh, oh, that's all oh. I can say. I can't tell you anything about in this in another Shang Chi movie. Oh. That's that's all I'm going to say is that the oh. the, they, the the Ten Rings will return because that's all the movie said. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but like it, it's really good. I can't, like, I can't tell you how the ten ring, like the future of the ten rings, because then it spoils a lot of stuff. But yeah, but, like we will see more of the ten rings. We will see more of Shang Chi. I'm willing to bet, especially after the re the reception of this movie. Mm. And why you expect it to be bad? That's sus. <laughs> oh, well, I, I didn't. All right, I didn't expect it to be bad. I just didn't expect it to like it as much as I did. Like you know, I'm. I. It's kind of like the the Miss Marvel argument. It's like, I, all right, this move, this show is clearly not meant for me. So I'm like, I'm expecting it to be good, but I'm not expecting it to be like you know the greatest thing ever. I walked out of it being like, holy crap, I want to see this movie again, and I, I want to see more Shang Chi. I want to see that. I want to see Fing Fang Foom again. Like <laughs> for for like a good thirty minutes of that movie, it got like Game of Thrones on us, and I loved it. And, is, that and a, then, is that a spoiler, Gilbs? Does Peter Dinklage show up? Yes, Peter Dinklage totally shows up, and he yeah. and then he drinks wine, and then he and he and he talks about a honeycomb and a jackass. <laughs> Thinking about people who show up, can you say anything without spoilers about Wong showing up? Yes. Okay. So let's actually talk about that. Like, since we, I, I that's why I said that earlier that it, uh, Wong being there, he's a very irresponsible dude because dude, he's like he's fighting the abomination. And he's like friends with it. It's like a fixed fight. He at the, oh. like, at the very end of it, like he's like, "Hey man, did I did I hurt you? Oh, okay, you're you're good. Well, then work on your punches next time." And then he like opens a portal and lets the fucking abomination back into prison. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Wong, what the fuck, man? Like he's so like, is he he, like, like a, on the raft or something, and then like, he lets him I, out. I would assume, yeah, because at the end of their fight, he opens a portal to what I assume is the raft. Like there's like a bunch of lights that are red and shit in the background. It's not the Sanctum Sanctorium, and if it is, then what the fuck, Wong? You you fucking you're just chilling with the abomination. Okay, Mister Raxon said spoilers, dudes. Okay, apparently okay, that guy well, has right, spoilers. Well, okay, I don't. Right. Okay, well if that's a spoil. I'm sorry, but yeah, he's just but he's chilling with the abomination for for some reason. Like I don't I don't understand, and it's and it bugs me. Wong, come on. Like, Gilt, but, stop talking. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, all right, guys. For the next twenty minutes about of our Shang Chi non spoiler review, I'm just gonna. <laughs> it's not a non spoiler review. You've spoiled it. I didn't spoil it. You've spoiled Wong. You've spoiled Abomination. You've spoiled Ben King. You knew it was gonna be there. You just knew that it Wong was. Let's, let's go to the next time. I didn't know Wong was gonna be there. He's in the trailer. <laughs> I we talked about trailer. I was going in blind Gilbs. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot you weren't. <sighs> <For fuck's sake. laughs> 
That's right. I forgot. We talked about this trailer like four weeks ago or some shit. And it was like the week before you came back. <laughs> but the point is, uh, dude, we've known about like everyone who's been watching the trailer. We've known about Wong being there for, and, and they even Benedict Wong, like, like I want to say like a month before the movie came out, he confirmed that he was in the movie. He's like, oh yeah, I show up. I'm, I'm there. How would I know that, Kilps? You think I'm following Benedict Wong? I'm, I don't know. I don't know how you, you, our video game correspondent, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how would I know about the news? I don't follow the news. I don't Why would I thing. care about your news? We need the Masters of Order for the next Avengers. I'll be honest, Mister Action. I'm not sure what the Masters of Order. I'm assuming that's like a, a, a. I'm assuming it's like a sorcerer thing. But here, let me like. Well, I, I'm going to look that up real quick. What the Masters of Order are, but yeah, the the point is, is that the movie is good. I would give it a five out of five. Absolutely, like. The Mandarin, the, the real Mandarin is pretty badass. Like the fight scenes are great. The CGI is a little gets a little much at some points, but you know what? I don't mind that. And then of course I gotta say this. It has by far the dumbest name. Do you guys remember how we thought that Taserface was probably the dumbest name in all of Marvel? <laughs> it is not. Yeah. The, the so this is not a spoiler because it's just ridiculous. if you say the name, it's a spoiler. Oh come on, come on! Let me say the name. Let me say the, the name. It won't be the same if I see it. When All right, I see fine. It. Then I'll then I'll shut up. And I'll, but I'll just say it is like the guy with a sword. You know, the guy with the sword who we see on the bus, like fighting Shang Chi. He's in all the freaking promos, Marshall. If you haven't seen that, then my God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that guy on the bus fighting Shang Chi, he has the, by far the dumbest name in all of Marvel. And I'm I'm gonna just leave it at that and let you guys let you guys go. And the worst part is it's on his car. He puts it on his car. <laughs> I'm just, I, again, I will leave it at that. You keep saying this, Gilbs, but you're dancing with fate. All villains of the Avengers teaming up to fight the Avengers. Oh, okay. Dude, they should have done... I, well, that's not necessarily... That's, they shouldn't have done that. I, I, was, I, I, I thought they could have done that for Endgame. I thought that would have been better if they did that for Endgame. Like, have Red Skull show up, and then Ultron, and then Thanos, and fuck, like have yeah. all the like the worst MCU villains show up to fight. But no, no, they I didn't think do I, I think I said that in the predictions for Endgame, I think, way back when. Like, I was I hoping think, yeah. they'd all show up again, but... We did, yeah. But no. Unfortunate, but yeah, no, we didn't... The point is, Shang-Chi is awesome. Go see it. If you haven't seen it, what the hell are you doing? I don't know what the fuck you're doing with your life. I really don't. I really don't. <laughs> like, it's not going to be on Disney Plus, guys, so go see it in the fucking theaters. Mm -hmm. And for all you poor Australian people who, who are now shutting down again, I'm so sorry for you. You need to see this movie. <laughs> like, like I'm if you, seriously, if you guys are locking down again and you can't go see it in theaters, I feel so bad for you because, yeah, it's not on Disney Plus and you need to make you need to put this movie in your life. Like you need to put it in and around your eyeballs. Australia, I will go to a theater here in the UK and film it for you. And Yar. I, will, I will post it to Australia. <laughs> it's like good for you, Marshall, being the hero we all deserve. Yeah, well, someone's gotta do it. <laughs> but not the one we need. <laughs> all right. So I think I, it's about as as reviewy as I can get without giving any any more of the spoilers than I already have. <laughs> I've tried to keep it as spoiler light as possible, but it's a really good movie. Go see it. And Marshall, I swear to God, if you tell me you didn't like it, I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> I think I like it, Gibbs. Is it worth is it worth to get bovid for the Australia? Yes. You know what? Yeah. Or you, <laughs> or you could just go get the goddamn vaccine and not worry about it. 
you know, that's that's an easier thing. But but let's not talk about that right now. <laughs> I said, because I, t- I like to try to keep this non-political on this show. <laughs> you do try, Gilbs. I, I do my best. I don't sometimes with with very little success, but indeed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we're going to go over to our video game correspondent Marshall, who's he is live in the field with <sighs> with our with the new trailer for Marvel uh, Midnight Suns. We got a gameplay trailer now, Marvel or Marshall Marvel. So what? Do you, <laughs> so what do you think? Tell me. Tell me about this. <laughs> I'm torn, Gilbs. I'm torn. Okay. It's made by the guys that did XCOM. They know what they're doing with strategy games. The trailer looked amazing. All the characters, the customization looks amazing. And then they throw in the card system. And my, <laughs> my hope evaporated like a puddle in yep. the desert. I just... I, I why? Was... Why? Why put these cards in it? See, my problem is why make them random? Like, because apparently what they're saying is that you can you have the card pool, and every match it's gonna it's gonna give you them in a random order that you can use. And I'm like, so what's the yeah, what's the point of that? Is it just because like, oh well, we don't want you to just spam the same attack every single mission? I'm like, why? That's why. That's what that's <laughs> the fun of XCOM. Yeah, that that is because you learn the characters, the game, the strategies, what work. Exactly. And then you keep doing them because they work. And then, and then halfway through, like you'll get in on one mission, and then you'll try to do that strategy. You'll drop in with like a sectoid or some shit. What the fuck is that? I never fought that before. Oh no! And then you have to change your strategy, otherwise you lose people. Like that's exactly. one of the beauties of that game is that it. Ch- but I, I guess if I had to argue, it's because they they're trying to be like, oh well, now you have to adapt and and uh, overcome, and now you have to change this random fucking card system that we got, and that, it's never going to be the same game twice. And I'm like, yeah. Ugh. Like Ran- I'm, I'm... Random randomness, like card pack, like card systems, is just so terrible for strategy and tactical games, where the success of your mission is based on your strategies and your tactics, not you know random yeah. events. Exactly. So it's it's unfortunate. I, I hope it works, but yeah, I, I don't like the card yeah. system. The, yeah, the card system did. Like, I, I still enjoy how they how they're still trying to be kind of. Firaxis Studios, so you know, you know the destructible environments. How like you can knock them into explosive bar- explosive barrels and shit, and then have that like the ability the ability to have like uh, tag team stuff because that is something in XCOM. Like you can have some abilities where yeah, like where one person gets attacked and then you'll have another uh, another character you know cover them or like do covering fire or some shit like that. So that is kind of nice, but yeah, the the card system unless they figure out a way to make it like. Like unless they find a way to make it really, really fun or really like or the game not that you know challenging or not that like overly like fuck off hard the way XCOM is, then yeah, mm. I don't I don't know how this is gonna work out. I hope it's not a gateway into microtransactions. Oh you know, god. You, you said the, you said the things the power of yeah. Christ compels yeah. you. <clears throat> I really hope there's no there's no card pack system or loot box stuff. Yeah, you know, everyone wants yeah. the best card, and yeah, I hope not. Yeah, I I agree. And... I very much agree with that. On um, like I was recently playing Back for Blood, mm-hmm. the new game that um the developers of Left for Dead made after they left Valve. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, and that they added in this card system, and it's the worst part of it. Oh, God. And I I think as well, I, I don't know, this card system looks like it might be a bit different. Like, it, it might, looks like it might be a bit more just about the concept of adding a this element of randomization so you're forced to act on the fly, like you said, yeah. um, rather than the collecting thing, because, yeah, that's never been for Axis so far, so I hope they stick to the way they are at the moment. Um, and it seems like there wouldn't be much to collect. I don't understand what they'd make you collect on those cards. Um, I think it's are, attack, attack, attack. attacks and abilities and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like, if your healing ability is on a card or your attack ability is on the like, here, like we see it right here. Like that right there was Blade using a, he was having to use a card, and then apparently some of them allow you to do like tag team things where Captain America will hit him with their shield, then the then Iron Man will blast him with a or like some shit like that, or you can do like apparently finishing moves like this, where like hmm. I'm assuming this could be like the the death stare, or like the or the soul something from Go the you penitent know, Ghost stare. There we go, the penitent the stare. One. Yeah, but I, I'm assuming it's gonna be something like that. Look into my eyes, <laughs> and then yeah, but like what I'm really interested in most is uh the oh what's it the character customization of this because that's what hmm. they're talking about. Like that seems to be their big thing is that you get to be uh. Well, I guess the I'm assuming the canon version is going to be a girl, but like, yeah, you get to be a dude or a chick, and you get to customize them however you want, like with looks. And I'm assuming with powers. And then I guess you're like it's talking about how you get to be friend, like you get to make, uh, like we talked about the relationships with Captain Marvel, with you know Iron Man, with uh, Wolverine. I, I'm interested to see how that's going to go. Like it seems like a lot of it is going to be dialogue and like uh, customization of your character. And it, and they're talking about how like it's the very first ever like original character designed by you for Marvel. I'm like, so, like, so is this going to be like a comic book character? Then are we going to get this this chick or this person in in like future installments of Marvel? Uh, I think it's uh, might be a girl called Nico Minoru from Runaways. Nico Minoru. I think. Yeah, so uh, I, I believe with as far as this chick, like the defender, or the protector, or whatever the hell her name is, like the, if that's your character, I, I believe that one is going to be like an original. We've never seen her before. Oh. As, yeah, but I, if you're talking about, uh, there's another one in here. If you're talking about uh, magic, because that's the one from like the New Mutants, or, or I'm not sure which chick you're talking about. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, one of the characters, uh, da, 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 Runaways is Sorceress. Nico Minoru. Oh, okay. That's yeah. Okay, this is the chick with the staff. I know who you're talking about now. Okay. Yeah, because it says like um, uh, it talks about how you get to have teams from the Avengers, the Runaways, the and during that. Uh, here, I'm I'm gonna go through here because I I'm just gonna look through it and see if I can find where she is. But yeah, the point is that yeah, it said you're gonna have team people from the Runaways, the Defenders. I think you're gonna have like the Avengers. You'll have the uh, X Men. So that that's pretty cool. Like I, I like how we're getting uh, members from like all across Marvel. Yeah. One thing Mr. Action says here, like the gameplay looks fine, but the game kind of looks the same as the Avengers game, which nah. I I'm inclined to agree just a slight bit. Like maybe at least with the character designs, it looks a little like kind of like that. I think it's better. I think it looks a lot better actually than I, for some reason I just think the design choices they made are better. Like Captain America definitely looks less fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, see one thing I'm looking also I'm looking forward to is the different health like the different uh, landscapes because it talks about how you can fight like you'll be able to fight in the in like the Hydra underground you'll be able to fight in like the New York landscape 
you'll be able to fight mm. in hell you'll be able to fight in you know like i'm like i i don't know like it, it seems like you'll be able to you're going to be across all these different uh maps and it's it's that's one thing I also liked about XCOM is that you could fight in, across different environments and then it, like, it changed up how you had to play. Like fighting in a city versus fighting in like a, a forested area changed up how you had to do your tactics. So I'm wondering how that's going to yeah. be in this game too. Mm. Oh, Mr. Action, you're a simp for, for magic. <laughs> she can you, yeah, because well, wasn't she the that oh, Queen's Gambit chick? I can never remember the actress's name. Anna, Anna Taylor-Joy. Yeah, she was. She played magic in New yeah. Mutants. So that, yeah, God, I need yeah. to watch that show. That's on. I'm pretty sure that's on Hulu. But I need to. I need to sh uh, sit down and actually just like watch uh, New Mutants. Yeah, you won't. You won't be pleased. Probably not. <laughs> I, I'm not expecting to be pleased, but you know, it's, it's got to at least got at least give it its, its try. Mr. Action said also as well. Uh, Moon Knight was an Avenger, and that you're still broken over that. We, we need to get you some Moon Knight, Mr. Action. Like you've been asking for some Moon Knight for a while now. Yeah, we need. As soon as I, I promise you, Mr. Action, as soon as that trailer drops, as soon as we get another leak, as soon as like Oscar Isaac can come out and be like, "Oh yeah, so when I was on Moon Knight and we did this," as soon as he goes all like and unleashes his inner Tom Holland, then. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I promise you, we will be on that shit. But there is no Moon Knight news. Like, I still don't even know if that if that thing we showed a few weeks ago was even real. <laughs> like, for all I know, that's still just a, a Photoshop Nightingale costume. But I, mean, I, I like I'd like to think so. Yeah, I know you would, Marshall. <laughs> so here, let's talk about this real quick. What do you guys think? Like, apparently, it's been confirmed. I guess by Firaxis, you're not allowed to sleep with Wolverine. Like you're not going to be able to, to romance yeah. any of the characters. So is that a, uh, a turnoff for you? None of the characters. Yeah, like I, I guess that's a that's a thing, or is that, or at the very least, Wolverine? They've confirmed you're not able to romance Wolverine. So <laughs> I, I would assume that means you're not able to to romance, you know, Ghost Rider. Man, no fun allowed over at Forexis, apparently. Yeah, and here I was actually wanting to go after Captain Marvel for once. <laughs> <laughs> No. Yeah, but apparently um, all the conversations you can have will strengthen their bond and therefore yeah. their effectiveness in combat. Exactly. There, yeah. are, and there are friends in the movie and I can't... <laughs> I'm sure you have friends, Mr. Action. You got us. Yeah. Yeah, you'll, you'll always have us, Mr. Action. <laughs> I, want magic magic. I want magic. No, Mr. Action, you know, I don't care how many times you put joke in little in the little brackets. No, this is serious. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. New T-shirt. I want. I want magic to bully me. <laughs> <laughs> like every time Mr. Action says something, I need to put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're saying yeah. boo to, but I'm assuming. I'm assuming it's the relationship thing. But yeah, you know what? I, I mean, you don't really need to. That like that your character. Apparently, the story of your character is that like you're the daughter of like the the demon queen person. You know, like the the whatever. Like the the the, uh, the you're yeah, the, the main like antagonist oh, right, yeah. that you're supposed to be fighting, like you are, you're going to be the daughter or son of that person, and you have of to like, fight them. Yeah, because why wouldn't you be? Of course, yeah, of course. And so, yeah, like I don't. I mean, if you're going to be like an ancient, like four thousand year old being who's like, oh, I'm a son of the devil or something, you're not exactly going out. You're not your your first priority is not exactly like, oh, I want to fuck that alien chick. <laughs> I know, like, I, you are wrong, sir. <laughs> I kind of wish that you could, because like. Like I mentioned uh, on another episode about um, Saints Row Four, and where you can like sleep with every character regardless <laughs> yeah. of like the only one you can't sleep with is um, that actor who's playing himself, Dave King. 
<laughs> oh, oh, Keith David. Keith David, yeah. Keith, yeah. you can't sleep with Keith David. Keith David's like, nah, man, I'm good. It's like that, that ain't happening. That shit is not happening. <laughs> that's, that's it. You do it yeah. And I really like the idea of like you've been able to, like, no matter who you are, walk up to like Wolverine and be like, all right, Bob, let's get on to this. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to make like a really out of shape, old, white mustache, bald guy. <laughs> but he's just like insanely overpowered. <laughs> See, you know what? I always wondered, what is it with us, like us gamers, and wanting to, us to be able to fuck everything that moves in the video game? Like, did it start with like San Andreas back when like the hot coffee mod first came out, or did it start in like Mass oh, Effect? Where, where did it start? Like, I don't, I don't know what it, what started, but we oh, always may we gotta go so far back if you want, because they were doing it back in Baldur's Gate in the day. Oh, um, right. Yeah, like text adventures, uh, Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah, Leisure Suit. Oh God, Leisure Suit. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, ever since like there was I wanted to say ever since like 2005, like every video game that came out, it's like can we romance the characters? I'm like Jesus Christ, man. What is, there are so many different things. I mean, video games is about playing your wildest fantasies, right, Gilbs? <laughs> Teenagers. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Mr. A and loneliness. And loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Mr. Action just, yeah. just unloading all of his baggage today. <laughs> yeah, I, I loved in Saints Row Four. You could just have one conversation because they said like it was like parody Mass Effect and how you have to go through the entire game, and then in Saints Row Four you just talk to them once. <laughs> it's, that's See, it. It's just an option. It's just like yeah. sleep, and it's like yes, please, thank you. <laughs> See, you know, if all right, but so if we're gonna, good. you know what I want to do? If we're gonna romance shit, then let's let's do it the the right way. Then let's get you let you able to have like a three way with like Ghost Rider and Captain Marvel or something. Jeez, oh, dude. But, like you know, they, Those they are your two picks. I, I mean, I, that says I a go, lot about you. I go for the craziest ones. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, what would you? You'd probably be like, "Oh yeah, let's go Blade and Wolverine, huh, Marshall?" <laughs> no, I. Oh, let's go hang out with Cap and Wolverine. Oh, talk about oh, like shit. their yeah. lifting like technique. I think I pissed <laughs> off Mister Action. He didn't. He's not. He's not okay with Ghost Rider and Miss and uh, Captain Marvel hooking up. As long as, uh, I think I think Mr. Action has claimed magic as his girlfriend. So as long as we leave her alone, right, Mr. Action? No, fuck that. She can <laughs> she can sit there and watch. Oh god. What <laughs> have we become, Gilbs? <laughs> I don't know. What has this I, channel become? What has this channel become? Well, honestly, I don't know. Apparently we're simping for everything every week. So I, I think it's more that it, it does show something about like the gaming industry where we have heard like, ah, you have to have like dialogue relationships with your with other NPCs. You're like, so so we have sex with them at the end, right? Because that's all like games. <laughs> like when yeah, you have to have a relationship to end with you. you talk and then you have sex. <laughs> so you know what? No, guys, this would be the we know what? Maybe that's what they need to do. Marvel Midnight Suns needs to just take that out, and maybe that's what they're doing. They're they're trying to appeal to the asexual crowd. Like they're they're trying I to thought be you were like, gonna say that was their DLC. It's gonna that's the thing. Oh, it's okay. Well, well, no, I was saying that's their deal here is that maybe they're trying to appeal to this asexual crowd. But you know what? Now that you mention it, maybe that could be their DLC is the romance DLC. Yeah, like they did with that one game. That game where you had to download the boobs for it. Saboteur. Oh yeah. They had the, the strip club uh, DLC, That's didn't they? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. That was such a good game. And it's a shame that the DLC is Oh, the there you go. Mr. About. Action wants to hook up with Deadpool. There we go. <laughs> he, he wants to he wants to yeah, he wants to take a mustache, right? <laughs> 
I just, I just, I'm sorry. That's a horrible thing to say. Well, th- thanks to those movies, you do get a, an idea of what Deadpool is like in the bedroom. Yeah, that's it's my yeah, that's exactly my point. He wants to, yeah, he wants to do that whole scene we got in Deadpool one, where they go through it's, all the holidays. Yeah, International <laughs> Women's Day comes around. <laughs> that was the most messed up thing in that movie. I feel so bad for any children who were in that theater. Man. Mr. Action, uh, I think this is the second time you've mentioned Squirrel Girl. See, see, there we go. Okay, see, Marshall, I'm not the only one who has a weird three way. He had, he'd have Deadpool and Squirrel Girl. I'm not the only one who has a weird one. I mean, Chris used to have a furry thing, right? Mr. Action, are you Chris? Are you? Chris? <laughs> <laughs> you Chris now that's insulting. That, what a dude. twist that would be, though. <laughs> I, that, you know, that'd be the most bizarre thing because I'm pretty sure Mr. Action was on commenting on those days when Chris was actually on our episode. <laughs> that, that would be like the most inception like thing that he's actually yeah. like texting just, and being, being our fan while he's also contributing to our. I would actually explain why Chris, Chris had a second never, monitor. That would actually explain a lot. You remember how Chris was like, you know, guys, I have an opinion. I really like Marvel, and that's it. That's all. He, that would actually explain a lot because he's actually he's sitting there commenting as Mr. Action the whole time. <laughs> Oh shit! No, no, I'm no. You. he's you, Marshall. Man, I'm unlucky for you. <laughs> he's been in you the whole time. <laughs> all right, I so am. I guess we we I'm kind of seeing what you guys are thinking. Like we've all pretty much come to a consensus on this. Meh. Like it, we need we need to see better gameplay or better or like a better like mechanic like like I guess a better explanation of how that card mechanic works before we actually like sell on this game. Yeah, and since like I'm not getting like a proper XCOM game, if this is the best I'm getting for Axis, okay, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a little crazy. I'm not crazy about that. The third person over the shoulder, like walking around thing, that seems like we're getting a little too Dragon Age for me. Yeah, you love you Dragon Age, Gilbs. I love Dragon Age, but you know what? I'm the I came here for a, for an XCOM game. If I'm playing XCOM, I'm here to play XCOM. If I'm playing Dragon Age, I'm there to play Dragon Age. I don't want to get into XCOM and start playing Dragon Age. Like that's yeah. like I think what XCOM does really well is allowing you to make stories and customize the characters how you want it. Like they don't have a backstory mm. until you give it to them. And I think Chimera Squad, the latest XCOM game, kind of flopped a bit because it had, you know, planned out characters and they weren't really your own. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with this. Maybe because it's Marvel, people will like it that you don't have your own I, character, I suppose. But yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I hope so. But I've seen some of the trailers for uh, this, or I've seen some, or I've seen not the trailer. I've seen some of the comments on the trailer for this. And people are just losing their shit. Like, oh, cards, I'm out. Fuck it. Yeah. Like they see they see the the graphics of it and they're like, eh, I'm not really into it. Like a lot of people have just been shitting on this game left and right. And I, I think, think that's favorite, maybe... oh, go ahead. I think my favorite was uh saying this game looks like a PS2 game is an insult to the PS2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is bad. It's not Squirrel quite fair. Girl. Yeah. You know, Mr. Action, we, we know you love Squirrel Girl. I promise you, one day it'll happen. Just you just got to be patient. Wait another five years for all like, the, for all the cool Marvel superheroes to be done. <laughs> In like sixty years time, they're like at a meeting. Like shit, guys, we run out. Who else it's we like, got? Squirrel Girl. He's like, <sighs> fucking like the the CEO of Disney is just sitting there. He's like, God damn it, I didn't yeah. want to do this. It's just like <laughs> it's Cyborg Kevin Feige. 
because technology's advanced that much. <laughs> Kevin Feige's like, head in a jar. Kathleen, <laughs> yeah, like Kathleen Kennedy's, yeah, I was going to say her head's in, in a jar. It's like one of those little like robot, like spider things walking around. Yeah, look at Futurama when they have the jars with all the president's yeah. heads. Yeah. <laughs> like like, come on, come on yeah. Kathleen. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and get into our final topic, Marsh. Again, graciously brought to us by our video game correspondent. So we got our first look at Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. And I gotta say, it's not great. This does not, like, we got we get our first look at Leon and Claire. We got our first look at apparently in order from left to right. It's Albert Wesker, uh, Richard Aiken, uh, Jill Valentine, and Chris Redfield. And then we also got our first look at whatever the hell this thing is. Uh, apparently, this is Lisa Trevor in, in uh, from Resident. And I don't know who I'm not. I'm not the biggest of Resident Evil. Like I like Resident Evil. Everything after Resident Evil Two. I don't think I played Resident Evil One ever. So I don't know who the hell Lisa Trevor is. No idea. So yeah, but, yeah, Lisa Trevor didn't come up in the uh, Umbrella Conspiracy book that we read here on the Falcon Entertainment Channel. Okay, so yeah, maybe this is like original character. But yeah, this apparently this is like the, I'm, I'm assuming they're gonna be like the main villain. Or all right, so all right, so here Lisa is the teenage daughter of the architect Spencer, um, or of the architect of the Spencer Mansion in Raccoon Forest, who went missing while on a walk. Umbrella scientist working out of the Arclay laboratory near the Spencer mansion experimented on Lisa for years. Oh, so she's the first, she's subject zero of the T virus. I see. I see. And uh, the reason uh, the, the reason that Lisa does not appear in that book is because Lisa only came in on the GameCube remake of the first Resident uh, Evil game. It was not in the original. All right. All right. All right. So I guess I need to play the, the remake. Oh, shit. Let me get rid of that. But yeah, so Marshall, I, I think your comment was the funniest. Like when you when you first showed me this, you're like, oh, Lordy, that that uh, bad <laughs> cosplay. And I'm like, yeah, oh, no. Lord. Yeah, no. Like yeah. That, it doesn't it's, look great. It's just, I, I do feel kind of bad for them because they released the screenshots and the only thing everyone is focused on is this dude's outfit. <laughs> just <laughs> how he looks. Um, you know what I think is funny about this though is I like how he's trying his hardest to like copy the freaking uh, Leon I mean, pose from the yeah. game. Like I've I've seen like the side by side of those, and it's like yeah, he's trying his hardest to look like Leon, but he just doesn't. It just looks so bad. Like, not not the guy, the costume. But I think yeah. Well, the, do you remember uh, Carlos in Resident Evil Three? Yes. Like he had the, he had the long black hair, and this this guy would have been better for Carlos. Yeah, like, I, I don't. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I I do have a sneaking suspicion. You never played Resident Evil, Mister Action? Oh, dude, it's a it's a great game. It's real good. Who's cute, Mister Action? You said someone's cute, and then you said I can bully them easily. Who who are you bullying? <laughs> you need to. What, what cute people are you bullying? Descriptors, <laughs> adjectives, <laughs> words. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I love this Mister Action. I love the games we play every week. Yeah, yeah, but she's. Guess I'm assuming. He, I'm assuming he's talking about Claire Redfield here. It's probably Squirrel Girl. He's referring to. Oh, what well, either Lisa or? Oh, Lisa. Oh, our, our dear friend Lisa Trevor. She's cute. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Action, well, a man of refined tastes. <laughs> Squirrel yeah, Girl, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Mr. Action. You know it. <laughs> See, but this this looks really really good. 
So I don't understand. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I have a sneaking suspicion that that photo is terrible. As in, like, <laughs> l- l- like the lighting is bad and, like, like, that stuff actually, like, in the film might look okay. It might look pretty good. But, like, they've got some, like, bad promo shot. Yeah. Don't know how it's happened. Yeah. It's, unfor- it's unfortunate that the reveal has kind of been overshadowed by <laughs> this one picture, but... <laughs> yeah. People are also complaining that Wesker doesn't have his glasses. Yeah, I did notice that as well. That yeah, they're they're Wesker. I'm well. I promise, their Wesker doesn't even look like fucking Wesker. Like, yeah, he doesn't look like Wesker at all. Like the glasses, and then he's also supposed to have long hair that's like slicked back, mm. kind of like he doesn't yeah, look like Johnny Bravo haircut. Exactly, he's supposed to look like a skinny Johnny Bravo. <laughs> exactly. Do we and know then, the actor who's playing him, Gil? Uh, Tom Hopper. So that's the guy from. Oh, oh dude, he's on Brother Academy. Yes. Yes, oh. I thought it might be. Okay, yeah. so uh, that's actually right. Okay, so Marshall, yes, uh, you weren't here for that episode, but we, I think, or maybe you were, but we brought that all the way back around, damn it, that you look exactly like Tom Hopper. So that's who. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. look nothing like Tom Hopper. You look, I, exactly, you, you look loads like Tom Hopper, I think. At least. You look exactly <laughs> like Tom Hopper. I'm mean, hanging on. When he's not like a giant monkey, hairy thing, like in that like dance sequence, I'm like, oh, it's like Marshall. He's like, Marshall, yeah, he's like Marshall in a trench coat. <laughs> Give I know what second. I'm wearing next week. I'm going to, yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna look up Tom Hopper, and you look exactly like Tom Hopper. Gilbs, Gilbs, Tom Hopper's one of the main characters in my favorite show of all time, Black Sails. I've watched it to death, and I do not look like Tom Hopper. I'm sorry. You look that's absolute... an insult to Tom Hopper. <laughs> Slash that, maybe that French guy from uh, the Falcon Winter Soldier. He's he's uh... on my list of like Martian lookalikes as well. <laughs> See, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Dude, I think I, I don't know if Marshall. I told you the story before, but someone at a party once said I look like Matt Damon, and he went upstairs to get his Born Identity DVD case and put it <laughs> next to my face. Marshall, take your glasses off. Take your glasses off right now. You look exactly like Tom Hopper. Look at that. It's like a one for one shot. Like, <laughs> like you can't even tell me you don't look like Tom Hopper. What I the can't hell? See it, I look nothing like that, dude. <laughs> Okay, everyone in the comments, everyone watching, or like Mr. Action, yeah. you gotta tell me. He, he looks like Tom Hopper. Well, okay, Tom Hopper Tom looks, looks like Johnny. Like... Sin- oh, great! Do I look like that Johnny Sins, Mr. Action? I like how all, I like how we all know who that person is. I'm not gonna say who it is, but I like how we all know. He's a plumber, Gilbs. He comes to visit me all the oh, time. Yeah. When that, the that, kid, that what the kids are calling it these days. <laughs> Can't afford the first game and pirating the PS1 games. <laughs> uh, Mr. Action, what do you play on? Do you play on PC? Probably, yeah. That's how most people play these days. But yeah, see, Mr. he agrees. You guys are brothers. You look, it's like looking in a mirror. <laughs> Man, I don't see it. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very flattered, Gilbert. Thank you. It's like I don't look that good. It's like you see, so you know, Marshall. You easily are like the best looking one of all of us. You know, and, that, and that's, <laughs> no. that's not me. That's not me telling you like, oh yeah, no, that's me telling you like, God damn it, Marshall. Yeah. <laughs> preposterous, preposterous. You are both very handsome men. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, but yeah, no. But at any rate, yeah, Tom Hopper. Like, well, while we're on the subject, he looks nothing like Albert Wesker. He needs to at least have his hair at least a little bit longer, slick back, glasses, all that shit. I'd say that yeah, 
I'd say the one who looks the most like him is maybe the guy who plays Chris Redfield, and that's uh, Robbie Amell. Yeah, best known for his roles in uh, kind of teen romance comedies, I guess. Yeah, I, I, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't say I know the actor. I'm like, he's got, I, a, he's got a brother who's also an actor. Oh god, I can't remember his name. Something Amell. Uh, here I'll, I'll I'll look that up. But yeah, but it, I, it, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to this. Like, I, yeah, I'm like looking forward to the backgrounds. The fact that they're in the mansion to me is really cool. Um, yeah, and the fact that even though yeah he doesn't like um Tom Popper doesn't look like a Wesker, it still looks a hell of a lot more true to the original than any of the other Resident Evil movies we got, mm-hmm. except for a couple of those ones that like just like ripped stuff straight out of Resident Evil Four. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. I know who you're talking about. So the the cousin, it's not his brother; it's his cousin. It's Stephen oh. Amell, and that's the guy who played like Casey Jones in that new horrible Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He was also Green Arrow. Oh, yeah. He's uh, so yeah. That's his. That's his cousin. Apparently, is Stephen Amell. But yeah. At any rate, uh, yeah. The point is that Robbie Amell, I'd say, is the only one who looks like that. Uh, I, I I'll give it a chance. See, the, the problem is that I'm a massive, like, Leon Kennedy and Claire Redfield fan. Like, mm. I, I am the hugest, like, Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 4 fan. So, like, I, mm, this... Not a, not a fan of Jill Valentine, Gilbs? Yeah, she's okay. It's just Resident Evil 3 wasn't really my... It's hard, it was hard as dog shit is what it was. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough game. Yeah, it's a tough game. <laughs> and after a while, you're like, no, I don't want to get another fuse. <laughs> I'm gonna go halfway across the city for yet another fuse. Yeah, dude. Exactly. Like, I I think I'm doing good. I'm like, oh, thank God, I got the star. Fuck. Yeah. Just play. Just play the remake, and it's you know, hundred times easier. easier. I'm sure. I'm sure it does. Yeah. But and then not to mention, yeah, you're right. The costume looks horrible. I've I've said from day one that this guy does not look like Leon Kennedy to me. Like his hair needs to be at least like a couple inches shorter, and he and his, might be the racist, but his skin needs to be at least a, a, a shade whiter. <laughs> I know, I know, it sounds bad, but it's just he doesn't like to me. His he doesn't look like like she looks fine, like her she looks all right as Claire Redfield, kind of. Like, but I, don't I do know. find it weird. I'm like, you couldn't have given her a ponytail. Yeah, like, no one had a hairband on set, like to make her look like essentially exactly like Claire Redfield. Um, exactly, dude. Or, or like dye yeah. her hair red because I'm pre- like I'm pretty sure she was a, like Claire Redfield's a redhead. So I'm like, this is kind of like, eh, I guess. It is kind Cancel. of frustrating. Oh, uh, Mister Act. Cancel. See you, Gilbert. You're off the show. <laughs> the power, the power of Mister Action. Yeah, it is kind of frustrating when you know the fans want what the game you know looks like, what the characters look like from the games. And time and time again, people try and do their own thing, and people don't like it, and then complain about it. <laughs> so, See, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe it'll be really good. I hope it's really good. I'm glad it's a series. It is a series, mm-hmm. right, Gilbs? Yeah, I'm glad uh, it's a series, not a movie. So, oh, is it a series? Okay, so yeah, maybe it is. I, I maybe I was wrong on that because I thought it, I totally thought it was a movie. But yeah, no. If it, if it is a series, that'll make it actually that much better because then if it's a movie, you only have an hour and a half to deal with this shit. But exactly. if it yeah, if it's a series, then it's like, okay, well, oh no, like we got separated. And episode over. Next episode. All right, how are we going to survive this magic? You know, zombies. You know, each of the, that kind of thing. Can you can you know kind of dole it out in in digestible pieces? Yeah. Okay, let's see. Be a reboot, or maybe another feature film. Is the origin story? Yeah. No, I guess. 
No, all right, so it's not going to be a reboot or a franchise feature film. So yeah, I guess yeah, like you're saying it's going to be a, uh, a series. So yeah, here's hoping it's actually good. I, I'm not, mm, I'm not optimistic. I'm very much not optimistic. But I, but I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hope for you, Marshall. Thanks, Kills. Thanks. Because I know, I know how much of a Resident Evil fan you are, and I know you really want this to be good. And I think Harrison's I, a bigger, a bigger Resi fan. You've played, you've played them all, right, Harrison? Not all of them, but yes, I've, I've played a bunch of Resident Evil, and I, I do want this to be good. Mm-hmm. See, so, yeah, I'm, I'm one of the guys who likes Resident Evil Six, so therefore, apparently, I'm not a Resident Evil fan. I'm, a, I'm a fake Resident Evil fan because I like Resident Evil Six. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. <laughs> Still the best-selling Resident Evil game, though, right? Or was, was that four? I think it was four. One of them. Was the best, but Resident Evil Six. It was all right. It brought back Leon Kennedy. I will forever forgive that game. <laughs> but Stop. yeah, I never saw. Ca- oh, yeah. Actually, I did see the Cowboy Bebop costume, and we. I'd see. I wanted to talk about that, but the problem is, I don't think these two give a shit about Cowboy Bebop. I don't think either of them has ever watched the anime a day in their life. I've watched anime, but not Cowboy Bebop. You're correct yeah. on that. I, yeah, see, I'm not a Cowboy Bebop kind of guy. Yeah, I'm a massive Cowboy Bebop fan. I, I would have a lot to say, but then again, these two would be super quiet and they'd be looking at me like, uh, Guild? Also, Mr. Action, you never saw Cowboy Bebop <laughs> either, so... Yeah. Uh, Mr. Yeah, Mr. Action. Action. What are you smoking say? today, Mr. Action? <laughs> you strike me as like... Mr. Action, I don't know how old you are, but you strike me as like being like in your late teens. I'm like 17, 18 years old. How the hell have you never seen Cowboy Bebop? Mr. Action is eternal. He doesn't have an age, Gilbs. He just he is. is. He is. He is Mr. Action. He just exists. He, yeah. But yeah. So at any rate, yes, I did see the the Cowboy Bebop costume. It looks pretty good. But you know what? The the point of that whole thing was not the cowboy. Who cares about? Uh, was it John Cho? Who cares about the black dude? Who cares about the chick? It's about the fucking dog. All we care about is the corgi. All we care about is the little corgi that's gonna play Ein. <laughs> Like that is a, that's a fact. You want you want to see uh, the the best thing that you'll ever see? Go to well, you know, fucking. I'm, I'm going to show you right now. Mister <laughs> <laughs> Action puts you on tangents so easily, Gilbs. I mean, well, you know what? It's funny because I <laughs> I did I really really did want to want to talk about this, but like yeah, I, again, I knew you guys wouldn't really like care. All right. It's not that we don't care about Cowboy I, Bebop. I, I think, yeah, as well, because the main, like, news story of it is just, Look where'd our boobs go? <laughs> <laughs> you, you took our boobies away. There's less boobies now. I mean, like, yeah. The, I the, know. The chick's not wearing as much of, as much of an, uh, I'm, I'm going to say skimpy outfit. I'm not going to say the other word, but I'm going to say skimpy outfit as she was. But, I mean, she still looks, you know, comic or uh, anime accurate. What I'm surprised about is no one flipped out about this dude being black because in the in the uh, anime he's a lot lighter skinned than that. I'm like I, which again I don't cool dude I don't care. What again? The only thing I give a shit about is this little motherfucker right here. <laughs> he looks like, like a little loaf. Exactly, little <laughs> corgi. Oh, the little dog. Like <laughs> seriously, guy. For Cowboy Bebop fans, the like the biggest thing is this fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, I'm like. I'm all about it, but like Mr. Action. Oh, let me see. What do you say? It also evolves for it. Also evolves uh, friends. Yeah, Mr. I Action can't watch things with friends. And 
I see. Yeah, he's he's, he's watching the the masterpiece Exegol Saga. Excel Saga Excel, again Excel with Excel Saga. Sir, action! You really action want us to be, watch that? Actually, be telling us about Gurren Lagan again. <laughs> and then, but you know what? Actually, so the last thing I'm going to say, Mr. Action, you want to see a pretty pretty interesting anime? Uh, it's on Hulu right now, uh, or not in Hulu? It's on Netflix. It's called Parasite. It's it's one season. It's about like a bunch of alien parasites come in, infect people, turn them into like the basically a thing. And this one guy, he gets one in his hand, and like, he starts bonding with it, becomes his friend, and then he starts fighting the other monster, the other aliens. It's, yeah. it's pretty badass. It's I, I kind of like it. The intro to Exil Saga is on YouTube. Okay, Mr. X, I promise you, we will... You know what? How is this? Next episode. Next episode of the Folk, or Folk Entertainment Podcast. We will watch the... We will personally watch the, the trailer to Exil Saga. I promise you. <laughs> we promise, Mr. Action. <laughs> Parasite oh, is basically venom with extra steps. <laughs> damn, dude. First word from fucking Ghost Hand, and it's like just shots fired. <laughs> Ghost Hand versus whoosh, Mr. Action. Now, nah, you guys want to watch something weird. Have you guys we checked out a bit of a thing called Centaur World that just dropped on Netflix? Good heavens. Oof. Oof, my friends. <laughs> All right, say say that one more time. What was it? It's called Centaur World. It's kind of really clever where like it's a bit like you know those like stories where like a kid gets magically transported to like you know some like other world where it's yeah. like full of colorful characters. It's like that, but this time it was the animal sidekick that got transported there. So it's like a Mulan style character and then her horse gets like transported to a magical land full of centaurs. <laughs> Centaur world sounds like a theme park in the Isle of Wight. <laughs> it does sound like a theme park in the Isle of Wight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, like that's. But right now, that's the anime I'm watching is Parasite. Like, I, it's it's not bad. Also, One Punch Man. I can never I can never stress that enough. One Punch Man, okay. Space Dandy, Full Metal Alchemist. If uh, Mister Action, if you're into furries, then Inuyasha is your way to go. Why does the so, Falcon Report always end on anime gibbs? What you know what, Marshall? Well, for one thing, because <laughs> anime is the tits. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, if you're not interested in anime, you're gonna have a really bad time in like two weeks. In, in, Why? Because on September 22nd, that's when Star Wars Vision starts up. And guess what? We're gonna be reviewing every week. I'll do it, Gilbs, for you. <laughs> I mean, I would hope so. You said you would do it on the last episode when we watched the fucking Visions trailer. <laughs> You made a promise, Mr. <laughs> made a gentleman's uh, agreement. And I was you... under the influence, Gilbs. That's true. You were you were really, really drunk on Kraken, so. Very drunk. But all right, anyway, I think, it, I I think on it. that. I think on that note, yeah, we guys, we're gonna be watching a lot of anime soon. So, and then at some point, you know, I'll tell you what. Maybe next week we'll we'll do something special. We'll watch like we'll just watch a good movie or we'll watch like Spider Man Two or something. <laughs> depends depends on how good this episode or this week's episode of what if is <laughs> Gilbs, could you post links into the into the youtube chat indeed i can could you kindly send I... this one to mr action please okay i'll put i'll put it in there are you just like trying to terrify him are you just sending in the friends theme tune <laughs> no i think you'll apparently the video it. is does samuel L. jackson like anime and... Oh, does he? I hope he does. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> guys... I don't think. I don't think he does. Yeah. Oh, if anyone's curious, there's the there's the link. But yeah, at any rate, 
Uh, yeah, they have guys, a remix as well, Gilbs. They have a song. Please listen to that also. Oh, God, no. <laughs> it's the best, I promise. Oh, that's oh my God. That's, I don't know why it didn't save the link. Uh. <laughs> I love it. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Action, I promise you will also love this song. It's actually kind of good. I don't. I'm, I'm worried about what I'm about to hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're uh, already it's... off to a wonderful start. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's actually a really good song. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. And I too. What the fuck <laughs> am I watching? Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah, I'll appear. I'll put that in the link in the comments as well. Uh, and on that note, oh, I think I just put it. I, I put it on on the Discord or on not the Discord on the uh, Twitch one. But yeah, I'll put it on both. There we go, guys. But yeah, enjoy, have fun with that. And on that note, I think yeah, th we are ending on <laughs> on the anime note. This has been the Full Entertainment Podcast number one thirty two. Stay uh, stay tuned next week. Uh, we're probably gonna be talking about another Marvel What If. Uh, maybe there'll be a trailer, maybe there won't, maybe there'll be some other stuff. Who knows? Maybe we'll just watch Spider-Man and call it a day. But yeah, I've been Gilbert. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and uh, follow us on Twitter at Fulcrament. And then wherever you get your podcast, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, all that shit. You know, the YouTube thing. <laughs> Harrison, uh, say say bye to everybody. Tell them where yes. they can follow you. Goodbye. Thank you very much. You can follow me at Harrison Bullman on both Twitter and Instagram. Um, and uh, come and hang out with me on Thursdays here on the channel, reading our books. We are going through Star Wars Allegiance still. Um, recently, I have lined up a book for after we're done with Star Wars Allegiance. So I think it's going to be a shorter one between Star Wars novels I'm going to do. And it involves both Wolverine and Captain Picard. Oh, okay. That's All right, cool. <laughs> I am intrigued. Yeah. All right. And then, yeah, I look forward to that. And then Marshall. Thank you so much for being here, and thank you for dressing up. I, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to be, to look all fancy. <laughs> no problem, Gilbs. Thank you for having me. I hope my correspondence was uh, good today. And Absolutely. yeah, leave a like on the video. Come and join the uh, Discord. If you don't, I won't water my plant, and that'll be on your conscience. <laughs> yeah, his plant will die, and you'll be able to see the magic of what's actually in the mirror right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's my legs, baby. My legs. It's my naked ass. <laughs> but all right, guys. And on that note, thank you guys. This has been Folk Entertainment Podcast. We'll see you next week.